0: What is up, Survivor Maniacs? Scott here, joined as always by Lindsay to talk about Survivor Season 44, Episode 8, or dare I say the first regular Survivor episode we've seen in weeks. Lindsay, how you doing?
1: We asked for it, and the Survivor gods provided.
0: Yeah, what a what a concept here. I mean, everyone just got to go to tribal, vote, do it the old-fashioned way, and then, hey, look, if you... <laughs> It will come. Just let them do that. Danny goes and plays his idol. We had a good classic survivor tribal moment there. Um, Who needs all the bells and whistles and twists and turns and things like that? I thought this was a great episode, especially juxtaposed to all these, you know, kind of janky episodes we've had lately.
1: You think Jeff heard us? He said, well, if Lindsay is now saying that we've gone too far, then now it's time.
0: I think he said
1: things around.
0: I think he said we need to push out a a good episode the same way that Danny pushed out a fart in the midst of uh, that daily challenge. There, what do you think of that? That's got to be your worst nightmare watching that happen, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. You're not a, fa- you're I, not a I fan. I don't. I don't need the farting. I don't need the vomiting. All of that can stay in the edit room, as far as I'm concerned. You think? You think Danny thought that it would make it into the episode? I mean he, he thought that they're they're not going to show this.
0: I mean I don't know what basis he would have for knowing one way or another whether something like that would make air, right? Cuz like you, you just have to assume. I mean,
1: it's not usually it. like a, like if it was j- if he had just done that like at camp, I don't think they would have included it in the episode, right? Well, it was the brilliant extra. It, was it was the, the it was the fact the dramatic that it was during in the middle of the like the the very last you well, know, I will uh, say famously,
0: so you, you don't know this because you don't watch the challenge, but uh, they included a fart in this, just this past season of the challenge, Rider dies. So um, it's yeah. a, it's a themed week. Yeah. Tori farted. Um, I want to say in the finale or the final, or one of the last few episodes of Rider dies. And it definitely made air, um, it made air. And uh, what, so did 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 think,
1: what did you think he was going to say in that moment?
0: Um, I don't know, but that, that is what made it was the dramatic The Jeff, like yes and i honestly did think now here's what i'll say and it's so funny that the the you know again the contrast between what instantly went through my brain in the two seconds that i had to think about it and then the the farting which is like the ultimate just like just waste of time is i thought for a second he was going to offer to like give it to lauren or something I like i did for yeah, whatever reason i, 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 I don't know why
1: something. but i had the same thought too maybe because they built up so much this sort of the two of them versus each other and trying to get each other out. And then, you know, reluctantly being teamed up uh, for the, for the beginning of this, this immunity challenge. And so I thought it was possible he was going to do something dramatic, like, you know, make a deal with Lauren or give it to Lauren. Or I thought he was just about to announce, like, I can't do this anymore, but was not expecting that one.
0: Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. And then honestly, let's go and say this. I mean,
1: I wasn't expecting Brandon to go home this week though.
0: Yes. You called it last week that Brandon would go home. You also called it the beginning of this episode. I actually, I also thought, I mean, look, it, it was kind of similar trajectories and obviously similar alignment there. I, I kind of went the other way. I went, you know, Kane, I thought Kane was going to go home by God. I thought Kane was going to be no longer with us at the end of this episode. Uh, but so they were kind of, again, I same that's a
1: wrestling voice.
0: it is. Yeah. Um, so, The big red machine stays in the game and Brandon goes home by way of this idle play by Danny. Some people, I don't know if you're included a little bit surprised that Danny chose to play his idol this early in the game. What do you think here? I actually thought this was a pretty nice placement. I actually dislike when people wait so long to use an idol later in the game where they're just like, I mean like it's, it's almost like in a perfect world, obviously you you're able to use an idol to save yourself if it's your only way to stay in the game. But also like if you're playing the game, well winning immunities, like a lot of people sometimes hang on to their idol for so long that later in the game, they just play it for the sake of playing it. And it like almost doesn't matter at all. And it almost looks like you misplayed it. And people rarely have the cojones, I guess, to play it on someone other than themselves. I thought it was great to see. Da- Did you peg Danny for being the kind of guy who would play his idol on someone like Franny? I thought he's a play it on myself kind of guy. I really like this move and I liked that he played it a little earlier than I would have expected. What say you?
1: I don't necessarily think that he's a play it on myself kind of guy because I feel like, I, and I've said this all along, I get the Tony vibe. I feel like he plays hard. I feel like he tries to, you know, do as much as possible. And sometimes that can, you know, in this modern era, especially can screw you over, you become a target. But if you can do it the right way, like a Tony, you end up winning the game. And I, and I feel like he is he is trying to do as much as he can without putting a target on his back. And I think that obviously this was a bold move. Obviously this does put a bit of a target on his back, but... It was really fun to watch. And again, if he had let them, you know, the Ratu tribe go on with four people and, you know, maybe they they consider Carson a, a fifth, right? So would have been, you know, in their minds, maybe five people and they, you know, they had Tika maybe there, then yeah, the Soka tribe is screwed. And so if you don't start to do it at a point where, you can have the majority in the numbers. You you don't ever have the opportunity to make this move. So I think this was the right move here. Obviously, you know he did have that bond with Brandon. We can talk about that. Like clearly they made, they made it seem like they had this strong guys alliance at that a reward challenge uh, re- uh, re- reward challenge reward where they left Carolyn out. And, but it does seem like that—that that is no longer, that that did not last very long, right? They had this conversation and we were all on their case about it, but then Josh went home first in The Purge and now Brandon's gone home. And so uh, that is no more. And Carolyn has outlasted uh, the majority of that uh, perceived uh, or, or, or uh, suggested alliance, Does that make
0: you look at that scene any differently though? Like, do do you feel like if that was sort of just for show and if he was sort of maybe trying to get Brandon in his good graces so that he could blindside him here in essence, do better and further the game without
1: making Carolyn feel like, like, yeah, great. You, you succeeded with one person, but you alienated another one dramatically. So you know, I But I for instance, know.
0: like like again, like we know. saw what we saw, right? And like I don't know if she's done interviews to fill in any of the gaps, but like for instance, like you would argue that like to truly make Brandon believe that they had this like unbridled bromance alliance, that you would have to be as rude to Carolyn. And as disrespectful to Carolyn as he was, right? So, whether it was truly like entirely to rope him in and none of it was just him being unself aware, now that you see that it helped serve its purpose, like, does it make you look at it any differently than you did at the time?
1: No, because like I said, I think there was a way to make him, you know, feel like you're growing out with him without making Carolyn, without. Not but if you knew that if
0: you knew that for instance he pulled Carolyn aside the next Karen, day you
1: bring her in you 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 make But why? Her. But why? why? But that's a third that's bringing in a third tribe now.
0: You're now saying we have a three tribe alliance. By by kind of isolating him you you almost like make him seem like, okay, this is something between the two of us that goes deeper than just the three of us are on this reward randomly. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, granted, I've heard interviews, it looks like Brandon kind of knew that Danny was throwing his name out there. But if he had had no clue, you got to imagine that that bonding they had on that reward probably played a part in him being able to sneak up on him a little bit further than he would have been otherwise.
1: I disagree. I think there, again, I think there, I, I don't think you needed to cut your options on this. I think you could have bonded with both of these people.
0: I guess more what I'm questioning is, is uh, was it played for comedy and played for, wow, he, they are truly not involving Carolyn at all? Well, uh, I'm sure there
1: was a little bit of that, but we heard Carolyn's confessionals, which is the, the only thing we have is the truth of how she felt. And it seemed like she did feel genuinely left out. So I'm sure a lot of it was comedy, and I'm sure a lot of it was alienating. So I, you know, here we are, the Strong Guys Alliance did not stick together and he alienated Carolyn along the way. But this was a great, fun move by Danny. I think obviously he tested some, uh, he used the idol to sort of solidify some of his bonds. He used it. Clearly Franny is indebted to him. You know, clearly Heidi feels close to him that he was shared that information with her. And I think that, he definitely puts a target on his back, but because of the way that the two tribes ne- here are sort of like very, um, very showily, you know, against each other, the, the, it's a, it's like definitely been built up, the Ratu versus the Soka tribes. I think that he gets away without it, it you know, ha- having all of the fire, all of the heat on him, I think that it's sort of a shared heat. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, yes, he made the move, but I think, it's, I think it's less about him making the move and more about the lines been drawn in the sand between these two two former tribes. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I thought um, we talked it's about in, this. It wasn't
1: like a personal move. It felt like this tribe versus this tribe. You know what I mean? And I think that maybe lessens the blow of the target a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do think he chose to take out a player that might be viewed as being a similar kind of player to him.
1: Which isn't always necessarily the best choice, right? Because you kind of want to leave that player in because there's a chance that if they're going to go after that kind of player, maybe it's a shield. Maybe they go after him instead of you one vote.
0: Right. I just think also, uh, I don't know. I I think Danny is kind of a, you know, someone who clearly, I mean, earlier in this episode, it showed um, he's kind of uh, someone who enjoys some of the theater involved in this. And so I think like going after Brandon and kind of as much of a quote unquote blind side as he could, he could do, you know, while taking someone out from the other tribe, I think he kind of, you know, this was this sort of Jesse taking out Cody moment. Um, you know, a little earlier, obviously, and didn't cut as deep, but um, I think to him, he might've looked at it like that.
1: And also I think, right, like once everybody knows, or at least not everybody, but at least the, you know, his tribe and the Tika tribe know that he has the idol, like you play it, right? Because again, like it just loses so much of its value once everybody has the knowledge of power, um, the power of knowledge, I mean, um, here. And so, you know i think we see a little preview i think he he's one of those people that feels like he got one he can get another one right like he's he's going to go out and lo- and look for it and i think once you know you present this as a as an option you also like don't want to dangle a carrot in front of franny right like once you say that you might do this thing you you, you sort of have to do it or else you know everybody kind of looks at you like um you know you're 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 playing you're playing people um so I think this was good that he played it here. This is all full circle. Brandon got saved by his idol the very first episode and then eventually idled out of the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, you got this many idols in the game. This is going to happen, right? Like, I'm almost not even impressed. Like, people keep talking about this. Like, it's poetic. Like, I mean, mathematically, it feels like, you know, (laughs) idols are going to be a part of almost everything that happens on this season.
1: Yeah, this was actually his first episode that he was even eligible to be voted for, which I had not realized until I Right. Stopped.
0: And I think Jam Jam had that stat that like he had been only At twice every, not but two. Um, He'd been yeah. in every
1: every tribal yeah, yeah every eligible for everyone but two.
0: So the Jam Jam of it all, right? We we they they luckily I think Jam Jam did the editors a lot of favors in this episode because I think Jam Jam while playing it playing this way and, and sort of providing commentary this way and also probably thinking a lot out loud, but also kind of performing visually during the tribal in a certain way. I, I believe he was doing that to sort of keep his options open along the way, but also a plausible deniability sort of when, when this played out to be able to say that he had no idea and he was, you know, was voting the other way and it was the idol that negated, um, what happened? But as we know, as viewers, he very much knew about Danny's plan, could have thwarted it um, and did not, not have go known that from far. that
1: very shocked face of his.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying is that. So so what he but I think what he gave us in this episode, which ended up being a pretty straightforward, like Danny successfully completing his plan since there wasn't necessarily a second option on the table here. And once we as viewers know that Danny was going to do that, the suspense was did Jam Jam let them know what Danny was going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And then also did Danny end up kind of getting spooked by that and play it on himself instead of on Franny. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I thought I think- that
1: was a possibility too. And I think part of the reason I, I didn't, we thought... I actually didn't feel like it was so straightforward. I thought there were a lot of things that could have happened.
0: And my point is that the reason I think all this felt like it could have happened to us is that yeah, Jam Jam...
1: Jam Jam of it all.
0: Was the Jam Jam of it all. And then in Tribal, Jam Jam is playing the part of someone who has no idea what's going on and is surprised that Danny is doing this and is shocked and is annoyed because it screwed up what he was doing. We as viewers now are wondering, oh, is this legit? No, I think what we're going to find out next week is that this is part of his sort of performance art and that now he can say to the other tribe that he was trying to make their plan happen but that danny had and he knew maybe about the idol didn't know he was gonna play it or on on franny whatever it is um and so i think that helped yeah. this episode have some suspense that otherwise wouldn't have had
1: yeah jam jam ever starts a podcast you should call it the jam jam of it all yeah i i, I think have the jam not- jam
0: of it all you don't think just like uh that's my jam or something like that or Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. there were I, I know there are other options, but if the you jam want space tribute to us, the people that love him, then that would be it.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky? a group of people playing this game as much um, in a long time as I do the jam jam Carson Carolyn trio here the three stooges uh, as they are called (laughs) are they called by themselves that or are we calling them that um but I you know they've been underestimated this whole time they're playing under the radar. They have been on the chopping block. You know, these are the kind of people that the rest of the the tribe mates have to look at at this point and say, hmm, these people are continuing to get by when they have targets on their backs. Now we have to start getting rid of them or else they become real threats to win the game. And this is where it's like do or die, right? Like if these people continue to get far enough, like they are going to have you know, I, I think one of the best tribal council cases to be made if they can continue to do this. And I think that Carson especially, but all of them, are playing this role incredibly. I said this before the season started. I said this at the beginning of the season. I think this season is going to come down to self-awareness, which is why I've thought someone like a Jam Jam or a Carolyn could win the season. I think it's going to be impressive who has the most awareness of how they're perceived and the role that they played uh, and, and playing into that. And, and so I feel like they are doing it so beautifully and they're such fun characters and they continue to play the middle, but very purposefully, you know what I mean? And, and I think, you know, jam jam in this episode gets off great. He honors Ratu for just sparing him. They did just, you know, decide to, to take a side and, and include him as a Tika member instead of, you know, Matthew. And so he's not going right back and he's not voting one of them out. He's, he's being grateful and he is honoring that choice and that, those relationships. But he somehow, I said, I was like, how are they going to continue after this vote? How do you continue to play the middle? And I don't know who the mastermind, I don't know if it was Carson. It, It feels like it was Carson, but whatever choices were made, I think they were the, the right choices. They, they did it in a way that I didn't even see as an option here. They had it seem like Carson and, and Jam Jam are still with them and Carolyn did what she needed to do and maybe like, they don't seem as tight as a trio anymore because of this voting in different directions. And they're able to continue to play the middle in a way that can be forgiven on both sides. And I, I just think it's, it's done, being done beautifully. I think that clearly we've said this all along, that they are the story of this season. And I am rooting for all of them. And I think all of them at this point in the season, I know there's a lot more game to be played, but would be brilliant winners.
0: Um, let me, uh, let me ask you this. So, um, Also
1: Carolyn is the only one to keep her idol a secret so far. Yeah. Well, like as much as people talk about how chaotic she is and out like she has to me shown so much patience and so much restraint and, and it's proven and she's the only one who has an idol that, that she didn't share that information with.
0: Um, let me ask you this. So, if a if the season ends today, which it won't, and there's a jam jam Carolyn Carson final mm. three, okay, mm. um, who do you think wins,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and who do you think should win if it ends today?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great question. That's a great question. Because they, they they are all, you know, you are able to separate their game, especially with Carson having been put on another tribe. It makes it a right. little Right, he has that going
0: for him, right?
1: To separate, to separate them. Yeah, I mean, like, has that going for him in some ways in that he made those relationships. Also, you know, and I don't think, like, people will take it too personally as a blindside since he wasn't originally on their tribe. But it's a betrayal. He wasn't originally on their tribe. But... I, I in some ways I think like the person who went to the most tribal councils, you know, when you're at a, a when you're on a tribe that gets down to, to you know three people, like I think someone like a jam jam who went to almost every single tribal council, like has a better case in a just like a slightly better case than a Carson, right? For for that reason.
0: Right, but yeah, again and, I mean, but I many-
1: but again I think it's gonna come down to self awareness. So I think like Jam Jam has a really good case to make about how he used humor to to, you know, unguard people. Unguard? What is the word?
0: What is it? Unguard?
1: No, yeah, yeah, like take up, to take people's guard down. What is the word? To not de guard, not unguard to oh, I, you know, I, I, somebody, let me know. But but um, you know, he dis disarmed whatever. disarm
0: yeah disarm. uh to
1: um you know he's used his humor and i think like if he has that self-awareness and he's able to explain that like i think that goes a long way i think carolyn has the best case for look i know this is what you think of me and this is what i did with that you know i i think like she has that going for her and being the i would say like the like probably like the most <coughs> Uh, the most
0: underestimated of of the players of those three let's uh get through some of these questions just so i didn't answer
1: it. your question what would oh, what would you say if you had some so right?
0: yeah so i mean again I, I think it would probably come down to the final tribal and who made the best case i mean I, what my point was i was going to try to make is that i really feel like it's it's kind of anyone's game between those three as far as like you know big moves down the stretch. I think will play a part. Like for instance, like, do you think you don't think, uh, you, like for instance, do you think that all the, we as viewers love those three? Cause they're wacky and lovable. They've been on the outs, but like, I mean, you don't think like someone like a Danny or, you know, or someone like that, like could potentially, uh, at this point in the game, like, you know, say like, Hey, I did this, I did that. I did the other yeah, thing. I so
1: absolutely do, but you asked you know, me about the three of them against each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 yeah so you, I, th- I absolutely do think like, i i I think that the way it goes it you know leans more towards this than in previous seasons is what I'm saying is like going towards a person with the self awareness who's able to make that case about the self awareness and and the you know but i but i do still think like a danny and you know i think that a um i think that a a Franny could could win this season and i and I think that even um you know, you've been making fun of me, but I've called Heidi the whole time as being somebody who could win it. We see that she's playing hard. I think she might be playing a little bit too hard here. Let's see how mad Danny is that she shared this information with the Tika crew. But you know, we see everyone saying we don't see how uh, we don't see Heidi doing anything. Like I see, I see Heidi doing a lot, and so I could see a Heidi win as well.
0: All right, let's knock out some of these questions. Justin says, "I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but Brandon and his tribe had to think." That uh, think that that plan came together too easy, right? I mean, Lauren could have used her second vote and they split on anyone else just to test Carson, Jam Jam, and Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Colin adds that Brandon said in his post game interview with Mike Bloom that there was a plan to split on Franny and Danny because they were pretty positive one of them had an idol, but he said they never really checked in with everyone before a tribal to make sure that they were on the same page, so
1: it's like um, a what- man at a time kind of thing.
0: I mean, look, I've heard that they've literally only had like a few hours for every single one of these tribals. Like they've literally been one day after another. Um, Colin says, did Danny make the right move playing his idol here too early or this early? Obviously saves an alliance member and gets out a strong guy in Brandon, but I'm feeling like this leaves him vulnerable. Antigua could flip to Ratu's side next week and take him out now that he's the quote-unquote strongest male remaining. He's my prediction for the next boot. Um, I will say like some of his overconfidence and the fart clips and things like that. Like I do wonder if he's getting set up for like a, (laughs) you know, (coughs) getting his kind of comeuppance here, but I will say he seems like the kind of guy who's going to be out there looking for idols right away. I wouldn't be surprised if he found another one, if they do put one back in the game. Um, And he he also, I mean, clearly as we just saw is an immunity threat as well. So I'm going to say he's not the next one out, Colin, Um, not to say he necessarily makes final three, but I don't think he's the next one out. What about you lens?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's gotta somehow find a way to lay low and and uh, have people forget that he he's the one that just made this room and make it more move and make it more about the, the tribes versus each other. Again, like Tika is play, uh, playing the middle here, so we have to see like was this just like working with them for a one vote kind of thing and then they're gonna go back like honestly, like it's probably in their best interest to now go back and work with a, a Jamie and a Lauren. Right. Um, so yeah, I could see it happening. Um, yeah, I could see, I could see someone, you know, if they can find a way to just keep going back and forth. Um, but eventually they're going to need to to figure this out and, and decide where
0: Trevor says are. this was very reminiscent, reminiscent of a uh, second chance this season when Savage got voted out. I wish production would not have put Brandon's name out there because shock value would have been the same for the audience as it was for Brandon. How much did you enjoy the normal tribal council? Um, do you think that they it's kind always
1: of uh, fun to see someone play an idol, but it, I think it's especially fun to see someone play an idol on someone else. Don't you?
0: Yeah, for sure. But we kind of knew that he was going to do that.
1: Um, well, there was a possibility that – I see what they're saying. But, yeah, I mean there's a possibility that he still played it on himself. Well,
0: and I think it, he's also saying Brandon being the target. Like do you think that Brandon – they could have hid that a little bit more as well? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's hard to, that's hard to do when you're showing the conversation, though, right? Like I just don't know how they would – how they would have done it for me? There was enough up in the air. I thought there were enough options that I really didn't know what was going to happen, so it didn't bother me who I knew who the possible target if they were the target and if this person didn't use the idol on themselves and used it on somebody else. Like I, I thought there was enough going on that the, there was there was enough to wonder about and 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 not know. Uh, the, you know that the it hasn't happened successfully that somebody played an idol on someone else since. Do you know when? No, when? One of your buddies since Davey played it for Christian and here in um, David versus Goliath.
0: You know, Danny, uh, who I actually spoke to, he lives in New York City. He might might be looking like he might be coming to our New York show for any Survivor Maniacs who are at City Winery on May 20th. Um, I mean, I, it shows to me, because again, it's got to be so hard to find an idol, have an idol, sit on it, and then have the chutzpah, um to play it on someone other than yourself. Like, mm-hmm. but to me, as you mentioned before, like those moments stand out so much more to me than when someone plays it on somebody else. I mean so someone plays it mm-hmm. on themselves. So like I, I just like I, I didn't think of Danny as that kind of player. So to me it like it makes me think so much more of him in that regard. Um and so I just like
1: Oh, Danny, you know, I, I knew you had it in you.
0: Um, so I think that, uh, and, and you got to remember, here's another thing. He just played an idol on Franny, right? Which like, I know Collins already fantasy booking. Danny as the next boot, but like, that's got to build up some loyalty, right? Like obviously they were already kind of had loyalty there, but like now that he's shown, he's not necessarily a selfish player in that regard. So, um, I think that,
1: uh, I'm going Lauren out next.
0: Okay. You're going Lauren out next. Interesting. Eduardo says out of the three Tika members. Tika tribe members who has the strongest chance to win. If they're in the final three, we already went over this, Wow, I didn't even know this, um, but I would say currently jam, jam currently, currently jam, jam because no one knows about Carolyn's idol. So by the end of this game, if they're in the final three together, chances are she either played it or she could hold it up. Um, and she has a uh, like a mm-hmm. Gabler shot of explaining a game that was more covert than people know. So I would say, at the end of the game, Carolyn. But for now, I think Jam Jam because Jam Jam, I think, has like an easier story to tell currently with everything that's at their disposal. Currently, we know that Carolyn has things that currently they don't know she has. So I
1: just wonder though if Carson's getting credit for make you know for leading these two. You know, I, I wonder if people look at Carson as the the person who's the the thoughtful one here who's even though it's not necessarily you know he is doing that but there's you know Jam Jam and Carolyn are also making I think or, I just don't know what the perception is I could see the perception being that Carson is the one holding everyone together
0: I think Kane or Heidi are out next that's what I'm gonna go with
1: okay and uh, Carolyn I just want to say girl you look good as a brunette too and she had that mud on her hair I was like oh yeah she looks good with a
0: she has there options go. here there you go. You saw her going at it with uh, Russell Hanson. on uh,
1: go Twitter You dial. go. You go for it, Carolyn.
0: Um, all right. That's all I got. You got anything before we go?
1: I'm so happy that we're, we're both so positive again.
0: There we go. Let's see how long it lasts. Enjoy Bye. your weekend, everybody. Scott Yeager sucks, and he's a
1: complete piece of shit. The Challenge Mania shop is open. Head over to challengemania.shop today for the best way to support the podcast while looking good doing it. New designs and items added every few weeks. Maniacs, time to mobilize. Check out challengemania.shop today.